0: Welcome from the banks of the Rappahannock River on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. Hi, all. My name is Kendall Quinn, creator of Sisters Pride, a podcast that is an extension of the Daily Thistle. We work to have conversations on anything from life at St. Margaret's to daily challenges high schoolers manage. If you are interested in being in one of the Sister Pride episodes or you have any questions you would want the podcast to address, Feel free to contact me at my school email, and I would be happy to listen to feedback, questions, or any comments you might have. This is the Sisters Pride for Monday, December 19th, 2022. So as you all know, here at St. Margaret's, we tend to start our day pretty early. And if you're like me, you are not a morning person. No matter how much sleep you get, it still seems like an impossible task to wake up in the morning. So today I want to talk to you about how I found a morning routine and how morning routines affect your day, and you can probably pull a couple of tips from this episode and apply it into your own life. So the first thing is that when I used to wake up, I used to snooze my alarm at least five times, and every time I hit snooze, it seemed harder and harder to get up. Turns out there is a scientific proof to why I felt more tired the more I hit the snooze button. So actually every time you fall back asleep, you enter something called a REM cycle. And if you don't know what REM cycle means, it REM, stands for rapid eye movement. And it describes a point in your sleep where you can dream, you're completely unconscious. It's the deepest point of your sleep. And it's during this time that it's the hardest to wake up. So every time you hit snooze, you re-enter your REM cycle. And the more you enter it, the harder it is to wake up. So the first tip is as soon as your alarm goes goes off, don't hit snooze, just get up because the more you snooze, the harder it will be. My second tip is to plan the night before your plan for the day. So whether that be your outfit, you know, organizing your backpack, or you know, a last minute assignment, make sure you get all of that done the night before so you leave no stress for the morning of, so you have time to adjust to the morning routine. And lastly, this is more of a personal choice, but it seems to help me try playing music when you get up. You know, I I wouldn't suggest heavy metal rock, but maybe some calm music to, you know, enter your day with a nice melody. And, you know, if you're somebody who enjoys the quiet, maybe this isn't for you, but try it out. See if it works. So email me if you have any other suggestions that can be shared on the next Sister Pride episodes about morning routines. On the river today, the sun will rise at 7.18 a.m. and it will set at 4.51 p.m. It will be a waning crescent moon with only 20% illumination. It will be sunny with a high near 44 degrees with winds from the northwest at 6 to 9 miles per hour. So final exams begin today and they end on Wednesday when students begin their travels home for Christmas break. And I wish you all the best of luck. Tonight, lessons and carols will take place in the school's chapel Tomorrow night, we will have our Christmas dinner and then gather at the stockings on the stairs in St. Margaret's Hall for our Advent Friend Reveal. Remember to join us on Christmas Eve for our annual broadcast of the celebrations of Lessons and Carols from Cambridge University. On Christmas Day, we will share our Christmas celebration from our chapel that includes sounds from our Lessons and Carols, as well as our recent Latin service. In news from the BBC...
1: BBC News with Danielle Jarowiczka. Jubilant Argentine football fans have been celebrating across the country after the national team lifted the World Cup for the third time. They beat France on penalties in a thrilling three-all final in Qatar. Argentina's captain Lionel Messi and France's striker Kylian Mbappe dominated the scoring. President Zelensky has said protecting Ukraine's borders is a constant priority and he's preparing for all defensive scenarios. He was speaking on the eve of a visit to Belarus by President Putin. Talks at the Biodiversity Summit are continuing as delegates search for agreement on targets to protect the loss of nature. The main goal is to protect 30% of land and sea by 2030. State media in North Korea has described Sunday's two missile tests as the important final phase in the development of a spy satellite. It said Pyongyang hopes to complete this by April. Suspected Islamist militants in northwest Pakistan are holding hostages after seizing control of a counterterrorism centre. They've already killed two security personnel. In his latest mercurial announcement since buying Twitter, Elon Musk has asked users whether he should remain head of the platform. He says he'll abide by the results of this poll, though he later cautioned, be careful what you wish as you might get it. Representatives from South Africa's ANC are voting for the party leader and executive, but delays to the process mean the result will emerge only on Monday. The United States has given a cautious welcome to Saturday's election to an assembly in Tunisia, but says the low turnout reinforces the need for greater political participation. Less than 9% of the electorate voted. The Roman Catholic Church has defrocked an American priest, Frank Pavone, for blasphemous social media posts and disobedience. BBC News.
0: Remember, you're listening to the nation's only independent school news feed from the banks of the Rappahannock River, here from the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I'm Kendall Quinn, and this was your Daily Thistle. Let it right. Would you let it right? As you grow in age, may you grow in grace, and Merry Christmas.